0: Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm an artist. Lately, I've been considering the importance of creativity. Why is art important? Why are we compelled to create? What inspires us to keep going? How does art connect us through shared experience and build community? In this podcast, we'll discuss process, anxiety, doubt, joy, pleasure, effort, and the importance of making and taking in art. We'll connect with artists, activists, crafters, curators, producers, and patrons of all mediums about what it means to them to live a creative life. We'll talk hard truths while sipping a calming beverage, discovering how and why people make, what keeps them creating, and the exciting projects they are working on right now. Together, we'll try to figure out what this art life is all about and why it matters now more than ever to embrace our creativity. Welcome to the tea party. This is art tea. It's real. It's live. It's happening. And okay. I'm I've got like all my questions here, but like we can just have a conversation and have it be whatever
1: i anyway, over here. I was like, I was talking to my best friend, and she was like, "Do you know the questions she's gonna ask you?" And I was like, "No." I was like, turning on to Graham Street, and I was like, "I don't." I actually didn't even think about that, but I was like, "She's the best, so it'll be." Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, I just want to start by saying thank you for uh-huh. being here. This is awesome, and I have admired your energy and like the amount of um, planning and activity that I always see you doing. And it, it seems like you're just have endless energy for art and art making and supporting the community. So yeah, hey, I'm let's... really excited to have you here.
1: <laughs> but it's really kind.
0: Um, why don't you introduce yourself, just kind of give an overview of like how you identify okay. as an artist and as a person?
1: Yeah, cool. So, yeah, my name's Denissa Young, I'm a video and performance artist, or video performance artist, I guess, um, yeah, and I love, yeah, I identify as female, I go by her, she pronouns, um, yeah, I think art is important, activism is important, I think community, the relationship that art brings, I think is the most important part to me, um, yeah, I like to make video, installation, things about movement and relationships and conversation. So I'm like, this is everything I could ever want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of the things things, all at once. All at once is probably this moment, which is nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So how did you come to like your artistic practice where it is right now? Are you like, what's your history with art? When did you start? Were you like a tiny wee baby
1: yeah uh let's see where did it start it probably started with nostalgia to be honest like I just this love for like things and like memorabilia um so I think it started mostly probably with photography because I I moved around a lot as a kid I'm like from New Mexico but we lived in like Georgia we lived in New Mexico again, and then South America, Texas, and then Whoa. I went to school in Boston. Where'd you live in South America? We lived in Bogota, Colombia. Wow, yeah. okay. So I went to like three high schools in four years. So like oh very my gosh. much like change is my middle name and I sort of still don't like it mm. um so I think I realized at like a super young age that I was like oh if I have these like photographs and these images like I can leave but these pictures will stay you can forever. still hold yeah. on to
0: something from yeah. the past
1: which is like so I don't know like melodramatic like it makes sense that I turn into a performance artist listen like, we're
0: we're all teenage artists at one <laughs> yes, point
1: in our life exactly. like, this memory box like it's all I have it's all I am um yeah which is just like kind of silly but also I think influences my work now about like yeah conversations like with my mom that I want to like give people or mm. um yeah a lot of like object oriented, mm-hmm. kind of oriented sentimental kind of touchy feely things. Yeah. Um so yeah it started with photography. I think I I always say like the I don't know, when I was like little I'm like one of three kids so my mom would be like you can pick one toy at CVS. And I always would pick like the disposable camera. Oh, cool! And just was like always making photos that were probably trash. Like they're not good. I'm not like oh seven year old me is like still in my portfolio. We'll
0: we'll leave that in the for the retrospective. Yeah, exactly. Just
1: for (laughs) yeah. (laughs) When I'm dead, people can look at those photos and be like, "Wow, she was terrible." But look where she came from.
0: (laughs) That's gonna be like my memoir title. It's like, "Wow, she was terrible."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be perfect. Maybe I'll just have a book of like all of my art pre, you know, when I was, when I thought it was important and be like, this is all trash. Here you go. Come but on. enjoy. Yes. <laughs> but I am a vulnerable open book. So yeah. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it started with photos and then I was like, I'll go to art school. That seems easy. <clears throat> yeah. Not right. easy. Yeah. For like for probably hardest but best years of my life so where where which art school did you go to so I went to the school of the museum of fine arts in Boston okay and probably because I like did three programs in high school and never like I did like the GCSEs and like IB and AP I was like never finished any of that because yeah of all the moving so I was like I need something easy art I love that mm. that's easy to me and then but intense yes and then I think I was like oh not easy my disposable camera will not sustain itself yeah in this is it like
0: a conservatory program
1: no it's more like a just like open studio program so like no major you can kind of choose your own path Mm -hmm. choose your own sort of advisor um like one semester you can be like I just want to draw and you just take all drawing classes the next semester you're like I just want to paint and then you're like I just want to make sculpture and so it's just very flexible yeah. Um, which is cool. So I was exploring a lot of mediums when I was there. And then I had like the, you know, one required class that each freshman had to take. And I learned about like relational aesthetics and performance art. And I was like, what? This can be uh, like, relationship can be the art if you mm. like, frame it correctly. And, you know, our research and like contextualize it well. And so I was like, oh, Maybe this is what I'll do forever now. Yeah. Yeah. Is <laughs> just like make art about relationships that's platforming relationships. Can the relation can the art be the relationship? Um Yeah, and then I was like art stem after four years of college uh-huh. and was like, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. And I moved away to Turkey for two years. And, and just I'd, hung out, no yeah. no art making there, you just were, like... <laughs> no, I was, like, doing a, basically a, an extended cultural exchange program mm-hmm. post-graduation with, like, other students from, graduate recent graduates from the New England area, and we did, like, we were learning Turkish and, like, hosting an English club while also, like, exploring culture and mm-hmm. religion and spirituality based on, like, the land, like, where we were in the city, right. historically and kind of in modern day of, like, how are other people our age kind of interacting with these topics? Yeah. And I was going to museums and, like, meeting art students, and then I think slowly was like, oh, I'm dead inside without creating. Yeah. Let me make, like, video performances in my room.
0: (laughs) So you, like, kind of accidentally came back to it as, Mm -hmm. like, a, a necessity... for yourself
1: yeah and I think I came I was like oh museums are important and like spending time in these spaces are like good for my soul and like great for my mind and then I think coming back to like oh the work that I'm making maybe is also important and like maybe me as an artist is like actually part of my identity and it's actually like valuable to myself and to like the people around me
0: yeah and that you like couldn't shut it out even if you tried
1: (laughs) right and I think when you're like on this like program with like you know Economists, like people who studied economics and like uh, people who studied Russian and like a gastronomer, like just a weird group like of a, people. Yeah, a mix. Yeah, of... and then you start. So one time someone was like, Oh, can you like show us your art? So, like, I'm like showing them, and one girl's like, This is dumb, and like walks away, and you're like, Oh, that did hurt me. This is important. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Not say uh, like I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 I, actually, am an I don't and agree. This yeah, yeah, totally. And you kind of like get flapped into being like, oh no, no, no. I think you just don't understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, maybe I need to think more about this for myself. And this is a part that's like missing. And my friend, my like friends are noticing that like it's important to me, mm-hmm. and that I need to like pursue it more. And so right. then when I was there. Probably from that, that was probably maybe the halfway point of my first year. And then kind of, yeah, in that time, I was meeting more people who were artists and making more connections and just being like, "Will you record this video of me playing patty cake in the, you know, playground with all of these Turkish children running <laughs> mm-hmm. around and like trying to explore and make sketches essentially of like things, mm-hmm. which led to actually two of the pieces that are in the show currently, uh, here for off-brand, are like performances that resulted after like leaving for so long and then like going back this summer so
0: okay so you've been able to like go back and visit Mm -hmm. and you still have connections yeah
1: lots of connections I feel like super known there still it's just like a highly relational place I think Mm -hmm. people are like oh yeah we love you we remember you that's awesome how's it going and I'm like oh it's good (laughs) and people are like are you making art and I'm like wow, thanks for reminding me Yeah, that I'm, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: then how did you end up coming to Rock Hill and doing, maybe also explain a little bit about what you're doing now Yeah. here in the South?
1: <laughs> yes, the South. What a fun place to be. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically after I came back from, back to America from Turkey, I was like, okay, art's important. I need to make a move towards it. And my friends had told me about Friday Arts Project, which is the art nonprofit that I work for now in Rock Hill. So that's why I came down, was basically to work for them, mm-hmm. um, to kind of get a feel on how to live in this community that values, yeah, beauty and truth and goodness, but also like a community that's living out like their full potential as like makers and creators. Mm. So that's how I got here. And then I stumbled upon Goodyear. Mostly through Instagram. And mm-hmm. then that's how I found Whamma, which is the art collective that I'm in called We Also Make Art. And then I just sort of met people and was like, Hi, I like what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Can we be friends? Can we get coffee? Tell me about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how we met.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is how we met. By just uh yeah, you were like, let's go get coffee. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, um, yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Also,
0: it's just really nice to have like more performance artist mm-hmm. connections because I feel like there are a lot of, um, not that my connections with visual artists aren't also important, but um, there are a lot of uh, avenues for visual art that maybe aren't, uh, there aren't as many for performance artists, or because performance art can happen in so many different ways, then maybe people think of your, like, standard theater, ballet, these kinds of things, Mm so. Which is
1: also, I think, well, is hard. It's becoming less hard, I think, now that I've been here longer, but, yeah, when I first came, and Friday Arts Project is such a kind of traditional, you know, 2D painting and drawing group, Mm -hmm. um, that they were like, yeah, when you come, you can connect with, like, the... the the Charlotte like Shakespeare group, and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I don't do that acting mm-hmm. <laughs> or that kind of performing arts. And so I think there's been a lot of talk, even in our community in Rock Hill, about yeah, what is the difference between performance art and performing arts? Yeah. And kind of sure, they're in conversation with each other, but I think the art forms are very different. And so I think that's why I was like drawn to people, yeah, like you and other people in the Charlotte community that were doing sort of these Gray, non-traditional mm. spaces.
0: Yeah, And I a think- blending of, like you said before, like all the things that you want to explore. Being able to be part of your
1: paint, so mm-hmm. to say, that you can yeah. put on the canvas. And people who understand, who are like, okay, this is not A or B. It's actually like J, and I'm very interested in J. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I yeah. want to know more, which I think is really cool. And I think when we talked that first time, I was like, she gets it. Like <laughs> she understands, which I think is cool, even if it's, yeah, different things that we're doing, I think, yeah, seeing you kind of perform this past, like, year and a half that I've been around, it's like, oh, wow, like, this is, this is the stuff, like, Thanks. yeah, um, yeah, your piece at Ladyfest last year, I was like, oh, 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 I need thanks, more. <laughs> that was fun,
0: yeah, I did, I'm excited to have you at Ladyfest this year,
1: Thank yeah, you. I'm brainstorming many good, uh, sound, movement, and, installation y yeah particip- audience participatory activation moments.
0: Well it can be whatever you want it to be. Great. But like yeah. I'm excited. We'll, we can talk about that more later. Yes. Off Perfect. off book
1: or whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um stay tuned though, Lady is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's gonna be great. Um so I guess then that kind of leads me to ask about like your process and mm. how how do you start a thing? Do you start with a question do you start mm. with like oh I found this really awesome dress or I yeah just like how do you come to begin something
1: yeah it's all of those things that you just mentioned I'm yeah. like, wow she just read me like a book um <laughs> yeah it's all those things I think sometimes it's like an object where I'm like oh how can I use this and how can it intertwine in either yeah what I've been thinking or reading or talking about a lot of ideas just come from like being in the world. Like I could literally be sitting mm. at the library or in a staff meeting at work or at another gallery or in a dance performance and it's like <gasps> I need to write that down.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So does it like come to you do you do a lot of like journaling then on in your process or Yeah, I
1: do a lot of journaling. It's a lot of like random thoughts. Like I just I don't know if you ever saw Harry at the spy in like the yes. 90s, the orange VHS mm-hmm. from Nickelodeon, I think I just, I feel like I the this most of the time, where I'm like, I need to write this down, or I will forget, and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the magic of kind of, like, the notebook that I, I feel like she has in that movie and book, um, is sort of how I feel, so I'm, like, always carrying my notebook, and I'm like, okay, let me just write down everything. Girl, me
0: too, <laughs> like, and all the time.
1: I don't, what's really funny is I'm actually not very, like, reflective when it comes to, like, going back and reading the notebooks, it's more just, like, I'll write on the idea, and then if it sticks in my, like, hand in my mind, I'll then pursue it. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll have to come up again in conversation or in, like, oh, that thing on Instagram or that article I read or that book or that thing that someone said or that sound I heard while driving that relates to this idea. So, like, mm-hmm. let me then pursue it. So, sometimes it takes an idea just, like, lingering for a while for it to then manifest yeah. into something. Yeah. And then other times it's, like, okay, that's a video. I just need to shoot it we're done
0: yeah yeah so like it seems like you might have like longer term processes and then ones that are a little bit more instantaneous Mm -hmm. do you um do you find that that like changes your approach to how you're yeah it
1: definitely changes the approach because I think it also depends on the space how much it will happen like if I have to make it happen on my own time and Mm -hmm. I'm like this is for me or like this will just live on my website, or this is just, like, a preview that will go on Instagram. Like, sometimes to be like, I'm proving that I'm making, or yeah, I don't know, whatever you make something. Um, if it's that realm, I think I just, like, yeah, we'll just bust out a video, edit it, put it up somewhere, and then that's the end of it. Even if it's never going to go anywhere. Like, it's not like, oh, I have a, a show that I'm making this for, or mm-hmm. a deadline. So I think that's one section. And then I think the other section is, like, if someone's like, "Hey, can you make a piece for this?" or I'm thinking to include you in this, or if I'm at work and they're like, "Okay, we're having a courtroom gallery show, and this is a friend," and so maybe they'll let you perform. So then I think it, it the process changes and becomes about like the relationship to the space or the person mm-hmm. or the show. So then it becomes more like site specific, maybe right in installation terms. Yeah,
0: yeah. How how do you like negotiate? that site-specific quality? How do you, like, approach audience?
1: Yeah, I think I'm always thinking about the audience, particularly in this Carolina space, maybe more than when I was in Boston or even in Turkey because I think what performance art means here is often maybe different than what I want it to mean or Mm -hmm. what I think my work, the umbrella, it falls under. And so I think I'm often thinking, yeah, like, how will people respond and then I think just like you draw or paint or make any other work like the more you're making the more you're like reading the audience and then the more you're correcting as you make the next piece Mm. like so this year I made a piece uh as a part of another artist Caitlin Harvey her work in the courtroom gallery in Rock Hill and she was like okay I just want you to make this piece like do whatever you want but Mm -hmm. this my work is about this exhibition is about connection and about like texting and conversation and people and there was some sculpture about that. There was some printmaking about that. Some, like, contour drawings about, like, events and space. So I was like, okay, well, I've been thinking maybe about this, like, piece where I, like, just hold people's hands. Mm. But then I was like, okay, but this is this is for, for her, essentially. Like, I'm making this performance, like, for her exhibition. And so I was like, she loves, like, lips and legs and, like, arms. So I will make, like, the the, the wearable sculpture – Sort of around that, oh. and then I was like, "Oh!" And then I had this like very ugly yellow fabric, so like I'm gonna use that. So like sometimes the things just kind of piece together based on, yeah, the context. And so like in that piece, I just walked around the gallery with this like huge like lip sculpture that I made, and That's I was like, awesome. <laughs> "Yeah," wearing this like yellow outfit with all of these like very ridiculous like poof balls of different colors. So it's kind of like. I don't know, then I'm like, how is the piece serving the audience, and how is it also, like, maybe putting me on blast with my feelings of vulnerability or of depression or of working through something? That's, I think, when the question comes, like, okay, I'm going to ask these audience members, like, will you hold my hand? And then we're going to hold hands, and I'm going to see what happens and, like, talk, walk through the gallery with them. And when it's over, I'm going to, like, hand them this, like, handful of glitter and just tell them thank you because I, I want them to leave with this feeling of, like, Uh, what do I,
0: what do do I do now? Yeah.
1: Because I think that's what happens. That's what happens, I think, in emotional conversations. Like, either that you want to happen or the ones you don't want to happen. You're kind of like, oh, now maybe this is my burden. Mm. What do I do? How do I process for you? How do I process for me? How do Um, I hold this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do I keep it? Do I, like, throw it away? Yeah. I really like, though, that what you're giving is, like, (laughs) You're, like, my emotional burden to you is glitter, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I called them these, like, sparkly burdens, which is so funny, because to some people, glitter is the bane of their existence, and they're like, I mm -hmm. hate this. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, you're not really allowed to have, like, glitter in theater spaces, because it just gets (laughs) into everything. everything. The curtains, the, the, yeah. The hair, mm
1: -hmm. mm -hmm, beards, I mean, like, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so... But then other people, when I would tell them, like, oh, if you would like to, like, you know, let go of your sparkly burden, there is, like, a receptacle at the end of the hallway, or if you want to hold on to it. Some people are like, this, this isn't a burden. And I think that's how some people feel about emotions. Like, this is not a burden to me. You are not a burden. And what you just shared with me is actually, like, I have emotional responsibility on, like, where to put it in my life. And Mm. you are separate from me. And so, thank you. I'm holding it, like, out from my body. And then I think there are other times where it's like, no, I'm holding this so close because, you know, we're one because of our relationship or we're Because we just
0: experienced this thing together. Yeah, right, and we're
1: processing. And so it's interesting to kind of have these metaphors that can be, like, as simple and as, like, easy as a handful of glitter or if you want to choose to engage deeper, to let it go Mm -hmm. deeper. I think I'm interested in that kind of view. How can I let the audience who's maybe... Hates art and stumbled into this building because the doors were open. Right. To someone who's like, "Let me figure it out. Like, I gotta crack the performance. Yeah. Like code.
0: what? What? But it was pink glitter. What does, what does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And so I think I'm trying to think of audience in that whole range of the spectrum. Yeah. Can, of... If, can they? If they see it, will they get it? Whatever that is. Because mm-hmm. I think what was also interesting about that piece is that so many people were like holding my hand while it's happening, and they're like, "Well, what's this about?
0: They're okay. asking you They're as asking it's happening?
1: Me as it's happening. And so I'm like, ah. I was like, I'm going to make another piece called Just Let It Happen.
0: That's I'm great. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make another piece, and I'm going to just,
1: like, do all these very silly things. And I'm just like, let it happen. Just let it happen. Just, just ride. Just, just relax. Ride, ride yeah, the just, wave. Yeah. Because I'm, like, in the middle of someone paint, Like, I don't know. those are like, not the c- type of questions you would ask, like, a painter, a drawer, a printmaker. Maybe these other mediums that are, like, fit more into our brains. And so I'm, I'm also interested in that. Mm-hmm. And that's where take what you need came because I was listening to people and what they, and I was like, okay, they need more, like, depth or something more to hold on to. Like a
0: little bit of context or something. Yeah, yeah. so I was like,
1: okay, what if I had this, like, yeah, wearable sculpture with all these pockets and all these metaphors and my only, the only thing I could say was take what you need. Huh. And then I they could engage however much or little they wanted. And so, yeah, that piece has been, like, kind of like successful. It's some people have been like, "Can you please do that here?" like Oh, that's wonderful. Really cool. Um but I do think then they start kind of building on each other, particularly when it's in the same community. You're the same person existing mm-hmm. in the same group of mm-hmm. like other artists or other art enthusiasts. And so, I think that kind of changes the game versus if you know, you're in a space where there's always new people coming in and out.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah that forms like a different kind of relationship of the audience to you and your work where they're like, oh, we know that there's going to be some kind of like um, interaction or ask from the audience Mm -hmm. or something that they have to engage with in a different way. Totally. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so I think that changes it versus like if I'm thinking of a new Space and the new. I like Lady Fest. I'm like I don't know all the people that cut. Like I probably know a lot of them, but I don't know all of them. So it kind of is a fun way to change the game of like okay, let's try something completely new mm-hmm. and see how it will land. Yeah, in space of people who who don't know me or my work even. Yeah. So That's... which is also fun to then kind of not hide, but like.
0: That's always a, a negotiation that you mm-hmm. have to like encounter of, well in this different space and with this different audience, then is anybody even gonna wanna hold my hand? Like, I feel like I always have a little bit of that anytime that I go into like a site-specific performance setting where people can engage as much as they want to, but there's always a question of is anyone going to engage? Which is a, or... the major
1: question when thinking about audience is like, how do I invite them to engage mm-hmm. in the right way? Like, how do I tell them the rules without telling them the rules of how to play?
0: Right. Because yeah. like, there
1: I've seen people not ruin performances, but sort of take advantage and like do something that feels rude. It's like a punching a canvas or like throwing a piece of art on the ground. Like, you know yeah. how to engage in a gallery with things that beep, or you know, or the security line of like don't get too close, like there's right. a respect level. But when it comes to like bodies and performance, maybe you don't know, yeah, what the rules are. Like, yeah, maybe another performance artist is, like don't hold my, do not touch me, like yeah. I don't want that. Um, here's the where you can as close as you can get. And so I think I'm trying to think about, okay, what what will cause them to come closer, to make them feel comfortable, to take what they need, or to hold my hand, or to pick up the phone or to you know whatever it is that the task is being asked I think I'm trying to think of the easiest way to let that happen and I most of the time don't want that to be from a sign that they read yeah like I want it to be from like a body language or from the structure of the costume or like the something else that's kind of telling them the setup of the space or something yeah the lighting the rug that we're standing I don't yeah. know, anything like so you don't of... want to have
0: to like hand somebody like a waiver and be like in order to participate in <laughs> right. this piece please read, read all of these instructions things instructions
1: and comply yeah completely yeah there's something about the mystery of what gets to happen that I think is interesting and why I like the like electricity of relational work because I want you to bring your full and whole self like all the parts I don't know and all the parts I know and then, like, interact. Like, I don't want people to feel small or they have to be one way or They have to, like, gender, engage one, in, one, it, yeah.
0: in it in the right way or yeah, whatever. Or like, yeah, or
1: they don't get it. I think I don't like that. I'm like, you can get out of it whatever it is.
0: Take what you need. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And just like anything, I think I often think of art like food. Like, you just take a bite and you're like, I didn't like that ketchup. Please don't put that on my food again. You know? Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. Or I love this. And I think it's almost that easy. Sure, it's complicated too, but I think, you know, when people are like, oh, you're a capital A artist, like, come to the gallery and tell me all your thoughts. And I'm like, tell me all your thoughts? Yeah. It's like, they're also valid and like good. Yeah. And interpretation is so important and all of them matter, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, because we're not making artwork just for other artists. Mm mm. Like that's not that's that's not why I got into this game, you right. know. Like, yeah, it's important for other people to respond. Like, like you had this experience in Turkey where you're somebody was like, N- "That's silly," like whatever <laughs> you're doing, and like that's a valid response, even if it's like, "No, you're 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 wrong. It's not silly." But it like makes me have to, as an artist, say, "Okay, well, why?" Why do you think that that's silly? like why how can I strengthen my work in order to respond and like make you no longer think that it's silly right. and like I find that if we're making art for other artists then it gets into this like really Super lofty yeah. like kind of mm-hmm. area of um well, I was trying to go back to the 18th century <laughs> performance of it. and then like you get into this weird space of like, Closing off your self or your under the understanding of your work to a broad group of people, mm-hmm.
1: so. which I think is what's hard about living in like small-ish places that have oversaturated mm. kind of audiences. Because I think, yeah, I that's like my least favorite thing, and particularly in Rock Hill, both with Whammy and Freddie's project, I keep asking like, who are how are we engaging new audience members for mm. for for patronage, but also just for, like, getting new people in the gallery to see things that we think matter, Mm -hmm. um, or getting people to events or shows that, like, are engaging in culture and asking questions, whether it's simple questions or complicated questions, and I think, yeah, living in a place where I'm, like, oh, I often think we're just making for each other, which is very sweet, but I don't think is, like, the main Mm -hmm. goal. I think we'll always be making for the other artists because artists, like, live in community and closeness to one another yeah but I'm like yeah how do we engage you know the law office person or the realty agent or yeah, yeah like what brings them in that it's for them too it's mm-hmm. not you know and we can head.
0: make them feel like make other people feel like they can engage even mm-hmm. if they don't have a background in it mm-hmm. um
1: yeah because I, I think I hate that phrase when people are like I just don't get it I'm like You have eyes, though, and a mind. You probably got something.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something that I often say when people are like, I I don't understand modern dance. I'm like, well, you have a body, and you know what it feels like to have a body that feels scared or Mm -hmm. that feels um, anger. So, like, you can read those emotions. You can read body Mm -hmm. language. You do it every day. You know when somebody that you're hanging out with feels closed off or Mm -hmm. doesn't feel well so you can read bodies you know how to read bodies you just have to read them on stage and like this is maybe more vocabulary or a language that you don't understand but you can use context clues to kind of like figure out some of those things right and the
1: connections the layman person can make are almost just as interesting as the artist, because, or the art community, because you're like, yeah, this transcended mm-hmm. time, space, culture, history, the textbooks, mm-hmm. to land, like, in your mind, in your hand, in your heart, in your soul, like, wherever it's hitting you, and I think, at least, I think us as artists are interested in that.
0: Trying, this, trying to get to you. cross that barrier, yeah. Yeah,
1: and like, I don't know, I think it's really funny when people are like, what? And then they're like, oh okay, and then you just, like, give them room more like, well, what did you think about it, or, like, I don't, I, like, never, like, to be the first person to speak about my work in conversation, because I'm, like, well, I know what I meant to do, and I definitely know I did it, you know, like, yeah, in my own, like, kind of, it was successful to me, whatever that means, right, but I'm, like, well, what did you think, or, like, what, what did it do to you, or how did, how did you let it in, or, yeah, what did you feel, or what did you think, or what did you smell, and any of those kinds of, like, basic senses, mm-hmm. things, where you're just, like, just talk to me about your experience. That's what yeah, matters about it. I
0: I think it's always like really interesting when somebody comes to you and they're like, "Oh, clearly you were doing this." And you're <laughs> like, "I didn't think about that at all, but you saw that." And that's wild. That's crazy that you saw that, and it's so cool that you saw that, and now I'm going to think of that anytime that I do that again. But that's not like that connection It's that relationship that you're Mm -hmm. talking about forming and then it forms a new relationship for me as the artist too.
1: And the wonder that kind of gets to happen where you're like, I could create something that's so specific with very clear meaning that feels very obvious and then that like fuzz around what happens when, yeah, something else kind of from left field comes in, which is amazing. Or people see what they want to see. Like at the last Take What You Need performance as a part of Art Party in Rock Hill last month, this woman was like, yes there was this very blatant moment where I got something from the pocket that was about childhood and motherhood. And I was like, there actually wasn't. Like, I, I didn't tell you that you like, when we're talking, I'm like, wow, thank you, glad you enjoyed it. Like, yeah. so glad you cried, so glad it was moving, and it, like, made sense to your life, and you're going to go home and think about, you know, all these, like, very intimate, personal things that you experienced. And You're like, I didn't put that in there. Like, you <laughs> let that happen to you, which I'm very grateful for. But, um, yeah, I was like, that was not even – present
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's really cool when that can happen Mm -hmm. that's like energizing and it's
1: about making this space for potential of what can Mm -hmm. happen yeah which is like what conversation is what relationship is is like making space for like potential growth or potential anything and I think that's what art is like the potential space to like think or contemplate Mm -hmm.
0: what are some of the frustrations mm. that you've been experiencing lately or just you know for all time you're like my whole career as an artist <laughs> I've been frustrated with
1: blank hmm. Wow it's <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of shared space noises um no I think wow I think I often been pressured myself like that mm. I maybe don't take it seriously enough. Like, I can sit here and have this, like, great conversation about it, and it obviously matters, and I'm, like, showing up, but it's so easy to, like, let life sort of take over, you know? Yes. Particularly as, like, maybe someone who is very community-oriented, very, like, others-central, it's really easy to forget about myself and that like the work is important not only for others and what it can do for them but also like it's important for what it does for me and like how it helps me move through the world and how it helps me process my thoughts and feelings so I think yeah I feel frustrated a lot with myself where I'm like I just need to take time to do it and Mm -hmm. then you show up in the studio and you're like I've been here for five minutes and nothing is good. I should go do something more productive. Or
0: Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I often feel pretty undisciplined, which I know, it's like a, I say that like small, like I'm a little shameful to be like, oh, I care a lot about this, but I'm also just like sometimes don't value it.
0: I think that there's this like also, uh, we feel like that there has to be this one approach to mm-hmm. how, we're making or that any time that we go into the studio we have to be productive mm-hmm. and that the time that we have to make our art is so limited because of school or jobs or needing to go grocery shopping or mm-hmm. i've got this like friend coming over or like the holidays are coming up or whatever that then when we go into the studio we're like i have to make something And I've been really trying to get away from Mm. feeling like every time that I go into the studio, I have to be like, here's this three minutes of material that I came up with Mm. and like allowing time for play in order to be a part of the process. Because I think that so much of the time, like, my discipline is like, you have to make something and it better be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Or we suck it, we're never doing this again. Right,
0: I mean, or, yeah. like, or you just wasted three hours, you right?
1: know? Totally, I feel that a lot. And I think when you, it's easy, well, okay, that's 17 thoughts. But I think because I'm not one of those people that, like, has to create. Like, I mm. think I have other... I think dealing. you proved
0: yourself wrong on that, though. <laughs> okay. Like in your trip You're to Turkey, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Maybe I can go longer spans without creating mm-hmm. and still feel like alive or healthy or okay. And I think there are some people who have to like rise and shine and create, and like it's more in the in their breath, like mm-hmm. more regular. And I think for me, sometimes it's like, oh, I need to like. Feel good in my body, and I need to have eaten the right thing, and have had the exact right Mm. conversation. Like the environment maybe needs to be a little bit more specific or precarious. And I cannot. I'm like too moody to nail down what that looks like every Uh, time. Yeah. Um, No
0: conditions have to be perfect. Conditions do
1: have to be perfect.
0: I understand that. yeah. Yeah.
1: And maybe as like a recovering perfectionist, or like yeah, a people pleaser. You know these kind of other things in my life where yeah i need this proper amount of recognition before i can like move forward again like or Mm. because of this like insecurity or um yeah lack of maybe like self i don't know worth that it, it lingers in my heart or soul or mind that i think i yeah i let some of those voices or yeah depression or other things kind of like creep in yeah when Creating art and making and having time alone is actually what solves some of those that's the like solution. Yeah Yeah. It's like the healing balm that I'm like, I don't need that. I'm okay
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, well, I think that that's like a common sentiment though Mm. like that there are people that I mean, I, I feel like I I'm having this conversation with a lot of artists and that it keeps coming back to people being like, well, but like, why am I doing it anyway? Mm -hmm. And that I think like there, it's just like really interesting too, that you kind of already proved to yourself that like, it's just going to be a part of you Mm -hmm. no matter, no matter what, which is like encouraging to me
1: for you I don't know I don't know (laughs) if that's encouraging for you but like and that's why these conversations I think are so important in community to be like hey this matters to you keep doing it why are you being dumb about you know like some of it is kind of like calling each other out on that but I think too what I like about being in conversation with other artists is that kind of feeling where you're like, actually, I know exactly what you feel like. Yeah. And it's not belittling. It's actually just like, oh, me too. Like, Like, "Mm,
0: been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm." Yeah.
1: And like kind of sitting in the pocket of like the grief of it or in the like Mm. process of it or even not correcting it, but just like being in it, I think is like really nice. Um, So I think, yeah, that yeah I think I should have to like stop beating myself up that it's okay that maybe it's only these certain you know moments where it's good and able to create and yeah just kind of live with that and get better and not let that kind of overtake
0: yeah but also like that you're always carrying your journal around which is like part of it because like that means that there's still this openness Mm. to those conditions or like maybe those conditions are fleeting but you'll be like oh I'm gonna pull that out of the air put it into my journal and save it for later for Mm -hmm. when conditions are right
1: to swirl that storm and like make it Mm -hmm. all happen totally and I think maybe it's even having more self-reflection of like okay you know it's 20 part like one part seeing one part playing one part conversation one part making mm. you know the right hug from this person like it's some of yeah. the specific things like the recipe changes yeah the yeah. recipe changes and like letting it be okay yeah it's changing. yeah um
0: yeah every time that like I mean I I I don't know that every time that I approach a piece that I'm always like I'm just gonna make it like I did last time, you know. Like,
1: I'm pretty sure I'm like, I don't remember how to sew. Like, even like, yeah, Yeah. just like leave my mind. You're like, (laughs) I don't know how to do this
0: again. It's just like a constant improvisation where you're like, um, I just don't know what's just put something down, yeah,
1: right? Totally, which I think with you know, art that involves the body that is moving and that is like organic and kind of. I don't know there's like a generosity that's happening I think when you share your body no matter in what kind yeah. of way that is so different than you frame a piece you put it on a wall you send it to the gallery and you never have to stand next to it like there's this oh, closeness yeah. that happens I think to me it's an intimacy yes and there's a separate you can't separate me from my art because I am I physically am the art mm, mm-hmm. and not like you know this whole you like my whole life is art but like no, 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 it's, it's my, it's Dennis's body, it's Dennis's words, it's Dennis's, you know, Mm -hmm. objects, and so that's also hard.
0: You gotta, like, prepare for that in an energetic way, in a different way.
1: And I think I'm still maybe figuring out what that process looks like, Mm -hmm. because it's really different if you're classically trained as an actor or dancer, you know, there's kind of these, like, medium rituals that are happening
0: in practice. Yeah, Yeah, the
1: warm-up or the, like, these things, and I think every time I finish a performance, I'm like, oh, I really need to start working out, like, my core is really weak, or, like, these other kind of things that you just forget are part of standing for two and a half hours, or yeah. smiling for a really long time, or making eye contact, or even, like, the emotional yeah. kind of exhaustion that happens, even when there's no interaction uh, at all, but you just performing a task for an extended amount of time, Yeah. how much that, like, your your, you know, your spirit sort of can deteriorate. If you're not getting, like, all the other kind of elements you need in life to create.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that there's probably, like, a different kind of warm-up and, like, cool-down that you have to engage with mm-hmm. when you are, I mean, anytime that you're dealing with the body and performance. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, we have, like, a little bit of a different kind way that that looks because your practice is individual to you and because you are not only like conceiving it but also creating it and also performing in it Mm -hmm. then like that warm-up and that cool down might not look like your standard theater warm-up or you might not have like other people to bounce that energy off of or um at the end of the night you might not have like, oh, an outlet to be able to be like, this experience happened, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, totally. So.
1: And, like, and I think even for visual artists, that's all happening in the studio behind closed doors.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Or in, in a sketchbook or on the walls of your, you know, like, right. like, kind of that ebb and flow and maybe even some of like the good and the bad and the ugly that come from mm-hmm. spending that much time with yourself and thinking about your own things. Where I think for people who are performing for an audience who, yeah, who made it, who conceived it, performed it created it and like are doing it it's a it's a tighter relationship and so sometimes that's happening in the moment like as you're you're, making decisions too as like you're like okay well I need to make a new decision about the rule of this performance because now this thing that I didn't think of is changing
0: or yeah or like people aren't getting it so I'm just gonna go ahead and uh shift yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and it's and I think I'm learning I want to be doing performances with more than just me mm. like like Small group performances and take what you need was the first time. Besides, like my very best friend from college, that I like kind of invited into it, and it was hard to teach them how to think on their feet because Mm. when it's your piece, you can make a decision and become okay with it because it's your. Oh, that's so true. Because it's it's like, like it's mine. So like, if it's bad. I can only get mad at myself about the one choice I made. Yeah. But it, for someone else, it's like, okay, I gave you the script. Take what you need. And then I'm, like, realizing, you know, in hour one that we're in there and we can't talk anymore, that I'm like, oh, no, I should have told her to, like, think about this and, like, maybe mm. make this sort of adjustment and do that. And it's not the performer. It's me being a terrible explainer because I've only had to explain from my head to my hand, which is a quicker maneuver. Yeah,
0: and also, like, kind of instinctual. like Yes, How do you translate something that you're like, oh, I just do this. Like this is just, I just, I know how to do this. I know what it is that I want to do and Mm -hmm. I just do it. How do you translate that to other people who might take what you're saying and then say, well, that's how, this is how I interpret it. And you're like, that's not it at all.
1: (laughs) Right. And like you, and I think people who are performing with you or in collaboration with you, want to do it right. Just like the audience, like how do I perform correctly? And I'm like, oh, it's actually really it's instinctual, but it's like 26 years of instinct mm-hmm. that I've built up from right. seeing so many performance artists are studying it yeah. or anything. So I think I'm learning how to work in that perspective too because it's collaborative, but it's also, there's a goal. But then words sometimes aren't enough mm-hmm. and decisions are a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, we just had like a processing session about like how the piece went and I was like okay here's some correction not because I'm angry but because I think this would have helped you feel more comfortable in Mm -hmm. the moment with the audience yeah and you can make any decisions like that or when they made decisions that I was like yes you were thinking in the mindset of the piece and not of me but of what it's doing you know yeah
0: yeah yeah that's interesting like having to also then become even more clear about your intentions
1: Which sometimes, as a performer, I think you're figuring out as it's happening, happening. yeah, because you're like, oh, I have the beginning Mm -hmm. and the middle, but how I get from the beginning to the middle, I will figure out when I'm at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, right, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and how that will get to the end, you know? Or yeah,
0: like I have these landmarks, but I don't necessarily have like the path in between or like an exact map in between of everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. Which is like, I mean there are all different types of ways to do performance but like performance art where you are interacting it's like I don't know like the audience might just like completely be like huh look at this statue and not even interact right or like the
1: one fluke person is maybe going to jump on me you know like yeah there's like kind of the two extremes because you've opened up the Playing field.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, your best friend comes in and is like, oh, my gosh, you'll never believe what happened. (laughs) And, like, tries to talk to you and you're like, not now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, what are some things that are, like, currently bringing you joy about your creative process or, like, the community?
1: Yeah. I think, like, being invited into things like this and, like, Ladyfest where... You've shown up so many times and then people see you and then they're like, I see you. Please come to the next thing. Like yeah. I think that's like very encouraging. Particularly being like a people oriented person where I'm mm-hmm. like, I would like to be liked. <laughs> and I would like to be seen, you know, yeah. and like known. Um so I think that's very encouraging. Um yeah, I think I think there's some new ideas in my head that I'm like, I just need to do them. And I think that's like brings me some joy. Um yeah traveling always brings joy i think and like seeing new places Mm -hmm. um i'm going to chicago next week for like the millionth time this year but (laughs) it'll be fun to see some more of like the art scene there i've been doing a couple like a little bit more research on Mm -hmm. what it looks like and there's a lot of like really cool performance art specific spaces really yeah i was like oh
0: Oh, let me look. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which is cool. But joy in particular, I think, yeah, if I'm honest, sometimes I think this season has been, like, a little bit harder to seek mm. the joy. Yeah. Um, But I've been trying to do, like, some reflection and some sharing. I think I feel probably the most joy when, like, you share something really hard and someone's like, yes, mm-hmm. I still love you. Like, this actually changes nothing about oh, my yeah. towards you. And you're like, Oh okay (laughs) like it was
0: okay it was safe to share that thing yeah
1: yeah so I think that's been I think I'm like re-experiencing that type of joy in relationship uh, particularly in this season the last couple weeks Mm. um yeah joy man I think like sitting and listening to like music like specific music always like brings me joy so to like what kind of music oh man all the music. No, I'm like the worst at music. I love like <laughs> top 40s, but I also love like, yes, yeah, kind of quiet, more contemplative sort of mm-hmm. songs. Um, I don't know. Showering in, in the twinkle light also brings me joy. <laughs> Showering in the twinkle Yeah, light. I have like one like little like night lamp and then like some Christmas lights in the bathroom and it's like that's such a good idea atmospheric showering showering. yeah Yeah. um i
0: definitely do like uh sometimes some incense with the shower which is like nice i
1: just saw some like infused shower bombs, like like uh essential oil ones they just like put in the shower and then it like
0: yeah, I mean, that's what. Sometimes I mean. I'll just take a handful of Epsom salt and like put it on like some of the surfaces in the shower. And then, like as the water's hitting it, it'll like, ooh. Yeah, bounce up.
1: Nice.
0: Aromatherapy, <laughs> you know?
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, trash TV also brings me lots of joy. Actually,
0: yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like one of those, I think also maybe as a performance artist, it's like really fun to kind of be like, that can't be real. Yes. Like <laughs> this is this wait this is real life. Are you telling me that this person is not acting right now? Right. But this is also like reality TV, so and it's kind it's,
1: of scripted. Yeah,
0: yeah, like there's something really funny about watching some. Shows like that that are like reality TV
1: shows, or like con- con- the competition shows. Like mm. I think I really, where well, like you're building a narrative. Like, you're you're you are building us up to love this person, and then you're going to vote them you're off. You're gonna take no. them away from me. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. Which I i don't know i really love saying you can dance i think it's just like <laughs> great it's just interesting to me i don't know why well, i'm like why do they love that like it's just you the know same what? tricks and flips i don't know i think it's just very funny never
0: seen an episode
1: G- good you're a real dancer okay like, <laughs> that's what i expect like i think i'd be like upset if you're like oh that's my I-, I love that show i'd be like oh okay <laughs> like those t- dancers are like well trained and like yeah, totally. It's like very much just about like the showmanship.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a different like genre to me of like what yeah. um like uh, it's it's its own style. Be mm-hmm. like also I guess like to compare it to maybe somebody who's like making a sculpture versus someone mm-hmm. who's making a sculpture that's going to go, like, in a lobby somewhere. You know, like... Not- yeah, it's like
1: doctor doctor office art versus gallery art.
0: Yeah, but not not that it's, like, as... Um, uh, Not that that work still isn't, like, there. Right. And that it's, like, not still appreciated in this way. But that's not what I do. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times other people who don't have maybe as much of a Connection or an entryway right. into what it is that I do are always like,
1: oh, so it's you cool think you that? can dance? And I'm, I'm like, like, how many people have asked you like, do you want to be on that show? Sarah? Yeah.
0: Or like, oh my gosh, I watch So You Think You Can Dance or Dancing like, oh, with the Stars, and I'm like, that's oh. wonderful. And
1: you're like, oh, you get my whole world. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Or like, now I know what your entry point is, and now I can like, adjust the
1: conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and talk to
0: you about it in this way.
1: Totally. Yeah. Be like, but I just mm-hmm. think that show when it When it comes to narrative, I think I'm interested in yeah because, like, yeah, they built me up to love these people in the auditions, and then they took them away from me because they're not good enough.
0: Yeah, which, most of the time, they're, like, all, like, really wonderful dancers.
1: Yeah, or we are just not so traditionally trained, you know, Mm or, like, very individualized and, like, wonderful, which is what makes most people, like, seen in the real world, yeah you
0: know? Um, I have to say I've never watched an episode Like all the way through But I definitely have like um, Had some like Like you can like look up any of the dances And I've been like oh that's pretty
1: That's a nice, that's a nice choreography You know like and then that's, I'm like, like how much of it is actually about the choreographer Sure a dancer has to know how to like take And like live in choreography mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like this is a show about choreographers
0: Yeah that's true <laughs> That's very true Um, so, how do you find yourself, like, how do you find the ability to, like, keep going Mm. with everything that we've got, like, going on? With, like, people being, um, with just, like, the, the world that we're living in right now. Like, what... Yeah. Those things are that are like <laughs> constantly happening, like politics or like, I don't know, just like the rent being too high or <laughs> like.
1: It's just too damn high. It really is. Yeah. Oh, totally. um I am a big fan. I think, I don't know, I always love like being in public transportation or in driving in the car. It's just like this very nice, alone. Space and when I'm when I was in cities where it's public transportation, it's like this weird alone together Mm. time. But now that I have a car, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of screaming in the car, there's a lot of like praying or talking out loud that happens in the car. Uh, there's a lot of like verbal processing, I think, that I'm doing either by myself out loud or with others Uh that sort of like gets me through. Yeah, I think there's, like, a big spiritual kind of element to what kind of propels me forward. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, okay, this could end now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I could be done also. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, the eternity can happen. The other good parts can come, you know. Um, Yeah, I think that's a lot of what gets me sort of moving forward is, like, the hope and maybe, like, the things that are unseen in the world. Yeah, and, like... So, like,
0: the things that are unseen, like, what what do you mean by that? Like, uh, energetically or? Yeah,
1: like, in the cosmos, you know, like, this relationship between, like, me and the creator and mm-hmm. kind of that environment that is opened up and that it's more mm-hmm. than just kind of us on this earth and there's, like, a bigger and greater kind of, like, yeah, spiritual realm in which we are living and interacting. Mm. And and where is my place in that? And, yeah, I, I believe that a creator created me, which also helps me be creative, you know? If we yeah. I'm, like, made in the image of God, you know? Yeah. Capital G, God, that, like, yeah, there's, like, this kind of inherent power that, like, lives in us and and moving through the world in, in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The there's, like, a really lovely, like, spiritual practice mm-hmm. that comes from, like, making and sharing yeah. the art, which, and like, I think goes back to what you're talking about with everything being, like, relational mm-hmm. for you, that, um, that then, like, by performing, you're, like, engaging in this spirituality or this, like, sharing of, it's like communion,
1: yeah, I do think of my work a lot in the sense of communion or in in generosity terms, and like, mm. yeah, I I grew up in like a Christian family, but really understood kind of this like personal relationship with like Jesus and the Creator. And I I don't know, which sometimes I think here in the South is hard to talk about because that's like a there's such a post Christian worldview, and mm. I think there's a lot of negative things that like I wish I could apologize on behalf of every Christian ever that yeah have inner inner interacted with, but I do think it is this, like, personal relationship kind of, yeah, spirituality that looks a lot different than this corporate religion, you know, or what what people think yeah. of evangelical America, you know, like, I'm mm-hmm. not a Trump supporter, like, like, there's so many things that come with these types of worldviews, but I do really think that is about, like, this genuine love and acceptance and generosity mm-hmm. that comes from this, like, spiritual side of my life.
0: And you feel, like, so, like, that, like, generosity, like, keeps you
1: Yeah, that creating? it's not just about me and my, like, wants and desires, but it is about, like, creating kind of, like, a whole and inclusive community and that, like, if God created each person with intention, I also want to care for them in that intentional mm. sort of way. That, like, yeah, if you were created in the image of God, I think whether you believe that or not, I think everyone needs to be called out on on why they are good and, like, where they're talented or, um, mm. yeah, and I can look at that and be like, that's how God made you, and you can look at that and be like, that's just where I'm good at life, you know, Yeah, yeah. and I think just kind of calling that, like, streak of, you know, gold is sometimes what I like to call it. Like, everyone mm. has these, like, things that are just, like, glorious about them, and I think they come from God, but if if you don't believe that, it's, like, still people love to be known and seen yeah, and told, like, this about you is so unique and so special, please keep cultivating it, you know, like, it's important, and, like, you're important, not just because of what you do, but because of, like, who you are, and, like, finding that balance, too, Mm -hmm. and not just being, like, you're great because you do a lot, it's, like, no, you're great because you show up and you're you. Right,
0: because the the energy that you bring is, like, important, but... Also, yeah, not just for the things that you're doing, but just be your presence. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. And so I think that motivates me a lot to keep going that mm-hmm. there is like a bigger purpose and part of that big purpose is me being fully who I was created to be. Like mm-hmm. it's not just Yeah. doing. I my like, I think I'm saying that too because I'm like, oh, I get caught up in the doing. Like if I'm not productive oh, yeah. or if like I'm I will get less love if I don't perform well. You know, mm-hmm. or kind of these yeah. connections that don't actually add up you know people are yeah. like we love you just because of who you are right yeah because yeah, of what you do
0: right um what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received as an artist or like the one that's like been most impactful to hey. you in this moment wow well, these are- Um, I'm trying to get real deep here. I love this.
1: I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's fun to be on this side of the receiving end. Um, Yeah, I think when I was in college, my professor's partner spoke at our class, and he was talking about, like, the more specific and the more vulnerable you are, actually the more relatable it is,
0: Mm. which I think
1: that often is resonating in my mind because – I think we as artists are like, let's talk about universal love. You know, like, you're like, this is so big, everyone will be able to enter into it. And I think sometimes it's so big, no one can enter in on it, because Mm -hmm. you're talking about, you're almost talking about nothing by trying to talk about something. Yeah. But if you're like, I'm going to talk about that splinter I had in the third grade, and this is how it hurt. You know, like, that's so specific that you can... I, too, had a splinter <laughs> right. once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're like, I was in third grade. I remember how weird that yeah. was. Yeah. You know, I had long hair. I don't know, whatever it is, I think, like, the more specific we are, which comes from, like, a you have to, like, dig and, like, bring it up and, like, do the work to be like, how did I feel? Or, like, mm-hmm. that is uncomfortable or that does, like, hurt me. Um Yeah, I think that's, like, something that I have thought about constantly, like, in an overarching kind of way, like, yeah, how do I be really specific, and, yeah. like, communicate something really specific, because then all the kind of non-specific things around it are up to interpretation, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another artist once told me, like, he's like, I make a lot of, I make a lot of film that has a lot of key point points, but a lot of crafted ambiguity, mm. and I was like, yeah, I think about that a lot, too, which is kind of the same thing in different words, like, crafted ambiguity yeah which i love like how do i have i'm working with a heavy hand on my point or my agenda or my itinerary or my purpose mm-hmm. but i'm also creating purposeful space of if that isn't achieved or yeah what kind of happens around that and i think yeah crafted ambiguity i don't want you to get only what i have to say yeah i'm just one person and one voice and what i have to say is important to you but like yeah if we're kind of thinking more broadly how much how many more people can kind of enter in
0: yeah you give like landing points for people and then like they have the space to explore around Mm -hmm. that
1: yeah which I think is interesting to be like come in my presence and like let's think together Mm -hmm. I'm sort of guiding you but I also am like I trust that you can walk on your own like Mm -hmm. there's that tension of like me and you are existing at the same time in the same place looking at the same thing and I'm interested in the sp- where that overlaps and where it doesn't the overlap. The space in between, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's have a good conversation about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what are you looking forward to? Are there any, like, projects that you want to plug? Or, like, are you just Ooh. looking forward to rest? Or, like, <laughs> vacation? or?
1: I am looking forward to rest and vacation. But yeah. I'm also looking forward to um, Making Arrangements, which is happening January 10th.
0: Making Arrangements. Yes. Okay.
1: show that Rebecca Henderson is putting on here at oh Goodyear, yeah and I am performing take what you need so that will be really cool awesome I performed like a my piece here at Goodyear oh sweet so that'll be really cool I am not just because you're here and I like you <laughs> I am really excited about Ladyfest yeah it'll be really big too. and cool this year yeah um yeah I have some video performance ideas that I'm excited to get out I think that's a that I really love working in that never seems to have a... Like, I just need to invest in some, like, big screens and some, like, mm. you know, yeah. ways in which people can experience something, not just, like, um, a projector mm-hmm. in, like, a formal... City. Like, I don't want people to, like, formally screen my work. Like, I want it to be, like, almost like a moving painting where mm. you can you come can and spend time and then it. be yeah. like, okay, and then you're like, oh, what's happening now? And you're like, eh, we're not interested. You know, like, yeah. that kind of experience. So... I'm excited to make some of those pieces come to life.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, okay, uh, I just had one more thing that I think uh, this is like a pretty broad question, but okay. but what do you wish people knew about you mm-hmm. and your art or art in general?
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's a so good one. it can be
0: like as specific as you want it to be or as broad as you want it to be.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess in general, I wish people knew that art was like important and like that it, it was valuable to their life no matter who or what they are. Me specifically, I think yeah, I want people to know yeah, that performance art is like engaging and for everyone and is like a very generous medium Mm -hmm. um I don't like people are welcome into it I think about me specifically maybe that yeah I'm I just like want like genuine community and that like vulnerability and crying and kind of all of these like sentiments are like really how I think and feel like it's (laughs) you know like
0: yeah this is really me.
1: I'm really just really genuine. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the like I want to operate from these places of like authenticity. Yeah, and these are things that I think about, and the work that I am creating is what I really hope is like very specific to the people around me, and that I want them to like experience it however they wish, but that it's like coming to them maybe like as a gift.
0: Yeah wow that's so lovely <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> all it's coming to them as a gift i really love that um that's amazing it's been a gift to have you in this oh, conversation gosh. um thank you so much thank for you being so here. much cheers on this tea yes <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome Thanks for joining us for the first episode of Art Tea. You can follow Denisa on Instagram at Denisa Young to see what she is working on. Special thanks to Goodyear Arts for providing space for conversations and to Dylan Gilbert for recording, editing, and creating this catchy theme music. You can follow them at Goodyear Arts and at Dylan Gilbert Music. You can follow me at Singularity. Until next time keep living creatively.
1: Cheers.